I think I'm just really optimistic, sometimes to a fault, but about people. Yeah, I just sort you of just assume see the, the best in them. Yeah. yeah. This is See You Soon. Okay, hi guys. Welcome back to See You Soon, or welcome for the first time. Um, it's great to have you. I am here with just the most wonderful person <laughs> that I've ever met in my whole life, Julia Lewis, who is an English major at UVM. Um, for you guys who haven't had the pleasure of meeting Julia, she is seriously <laughs> like one of the kindest, funniest people I know. And she is just, I've been living with her for the past four months and she has been such a bright light, especially in Ireland. We have a lot of gray weather, so... She's always just so marvelous to live with. Wowza. <laughs> that is so sweet. Thank you. No, thank you for being here. This is No, this is a dream come true. <laughs> I've been a fan of yours for years. <laughs> for a long time, me and Julia have just been like, we'd be cooking dinner or something together, and we'd be like, wait, we need to do a podcast. <laughs> like, because we just always... I feel like have really fun banter and we always have a good time. So. And I feel like we'd be doing the world a disservice by keeping it to ourselves. Exactly. Like we are sharing something really special. Yeah. So, You're welcome. You're welcome. What can we say? So today me and Julia are going to do the 36 questions that lead to love from the New York Times. But we're not doing all 36 because... That is that's the what, most. And some of them are really intense. <laughs> really so, um, yeah, should we just jump right in? I think we should. Okay, Julia, so what would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day? Yeah. I think maybe being back at home. In uh -huh. Or, well, no, okay, first version of the perfect day. Okay. You and me spend the whole day together. Naturally. Every second. <laughs> Every second. Attached to the wake up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Second <laughs> version is waking up maybe back at home in California. Uh-huh. And then going on a little drive with my dad first Aww. thing in the morning. Uh -huh. And then coming back and my brothers would be there. They don't live at home anymore, but in the perfect day world, perfect day. we uh -huh. all live together. Uh -huh. And I think just spending the day with them outside and just having everyone be like healthy and happy and lovely. Julia, yeah. you have such a nice appreciation of the people and things in your life that other people take for granted. Like, oh, it's so sweet. Okay. And you? Oh my, my perfect day? I feel like, <laughs> um, I don't know, I think for me, I would just wake up, get a coffee and a little treat with one of my friends, and then just have like a picnic and read a book, like just the simple things, you know, <laughs> like I think being here in Ireland has really just been about like finding comfort in the everyday, you know? Yeah. And I think that's really... Kind of nice. I think especially it's made me appreciate outdoors more. Yeah. Julia, Not having access to it. You are always on these I'm, walks. I'm always, what can I say? I'm a nature girl. <laughs> You're a nature girl. You do go to UVM. Um, but yeah, would you do anything special with your family or just, just be together? I think we would sometimes, well, during quarantine when we were all at home, there, there were like a few moments when we'd all find ourselves sitting around in the backyard uh -huh. or in this little patio that we have. Uh -huh. And that was just like the best part, like sitting around joking with each other like we did when we were little, when we yeah. all lived together. Oh, that's that so That was cute. really nice. Yeah. Okay. 
This one is less nice, but do you have a secret hunch about how you would die? I feel like you oh always God. have superstitions. Absolutely. <laughs> I think number one, walking off the edge of a cruise ship. You think that would happen to you? I think I would absolutely just not pay attention and just walk off the side. <laughs> well, that's easy, though, because if you just don't go on a cruise ship, it won't happen. Right. So, so that one's avoidable. That one's checked off the list. <laughs> I think, honestly, <laughs> knowing me, uh-huh. it wouldn't be, like, implausible for me to just, like, forget to keep breathing. Like, it's just... just, like... You're, just, <laughs> you're like, wait. Everyone in my life would read that in the obituary section. They'd <laughs> be, like, classic. <laughs> classic Julia. She just forgot to breathe. To breathe. <laughs> Died of suffocation. That's too funny. Well, honestly, I feel like, maybe I hope I'll die in my sleep. Yeah. That's... That's the dream. Or doing something crazy. Like what? Like, I don't know. Being, like, you know how we're always, like, do it for the meme. Do it for like, the meme. Like, live your life to the fullest because nothing matters. Right. Doing something that, like, when people tell the story of how Julia died, they'd be like, whoa. They're like, let me sit crazy. down, buckle up. I have a crazy <laughs> have a story, crazy story about Julia Beth Lewis. Uh-huh. Um, okay. That's scary, though. And you? I don't know, Julia. I don't know... <laughs> I'm just like, I just think it's going to be soon. That's like the oh, only thing. Oh, you feel like it's coming. Like, I, not it's that eminent. it's like <laughs> eminent, but I just don't think I'm going to live to be old. Like, that's my suspicion. But I don't have a suspicion of how it's going to happen. I feel like you'd make such an impeccable elderly person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would make a nice elderly person. I already am one, if we're being honest. <laughs> 97. 97 at heart. I 97 years young. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're still doing, you can do anything at any age. You feel like it's going to be soon. Do you feel like you'll be like a member of the 27 Club? What is the 27 Club? What is the 27 Club? Killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the 27 Club is a lot of, like, it's a group of, like, Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin's dad? She's blonde. Wait, who am I thinking of that just took her music off Spotify? Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Is alive. Like, Kurt Cobain, like, all these people died when they were 27. Wow. Yeah. Wait, seven more years? I'd be okay with that, actually. Yeah. That's seven seven more good years. I'd, yeah. I'd be happy. You think it's going to be soon? Do you have an idea of how? I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe car crash. I can kind of see that. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Are you driving? No, self-driving cars. We, we think that, you know, we think that the accidents are gone, there's no problems left, but <laughs> then, thanks Elon. Um, Elon would. Elon would. Not my Bessie and the Tessie, but, <laughs> okay. Um, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Well, on, like, on the spot, this morning I was thinking, I'm talking a lot about my family, but they're just the best. So yeah. this morning I was thinking about my parents' relationship and how they're like they're very close and they're like best friends. And I, th- I think it was so great that I got to grow up right, with, with that example. I think that affected me in a lot of ways that I'm really happy about. And what, can you give us some specifics? <clears throat> like, do you think it just gave you a good... I think I'm just really optimistic, sometimes to a fault. But about people, yeah, I just sort you of just assume see the best in them. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's given you like, like you have this really clear idea of what you want your relationships to look like in the future? Like. Yeah, for sure. I also think it's given me really high standards. Yeah, but that's good. I mean, it's better than those standards, right? Yeah. Oh, right so right. I've heard. <laughs> so, right 
<laughs> that's really sweet, I think. That's really nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would say I am just really grateful for all the opportunities I've had, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, how lucky are we that we just get to, like, live in Ireland for four months and then, like, like, what? You know? Yeah. A lot of people just, that's not even something that could ever possibly happen for them. And, like, I think especially, you know, in, like, the context of a university where people are already holding, like, a level of privilege. Like, you forget because so many people go abroad or so many people do this or that. Like, you might forget how lucky you are to do that. But Yeah, definitely. Like, it's really an amazing it's opportunity. It's really insane, yeah, yeah, to get to do this. Also, this is kind of a tangent, but I was thinking, like, a hundred years ago, like, people... Wait, let me try to think about what a hundred years ago was like. Well, maybe a hundred and fifty years ago. Like, people weren't really, like traveling the way that we are you know like it's not really ever before been possible well to just like get on a plane and six hours later you're across the ocean Mm -hmm. like what the heck the fact that we get to live in this time where like there's so much possibility yeah crazy it is crazy it is crazy we've been so many places you've been so many places you've been so many julia just got back from a nice trip (laughs) to spain and portugal in how do you say portugal in portuguese mm, portugal <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure it's that one we'll, no, that's we'll have the fact term. checkers you just have uh, it. <laughs> but yeah so i mean that was amazing right you want to live in portugal now mm. is that what you were saying <laughs> julia did get a business card of a real estate agent i put, did i'm i'm looking around you're <laughs> Feeling out the market. I'm putting feelers out there. Yeah, you know, you never know. It's good to invest soon. It is. Real estate's a good investment. So It did remind me of home. It's a really cool place. Have you ever been? To Portugal? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I once. It's it's (laughs) It's pretty slay. It's, yeah, it's really gorgeous. But I'm envious because you got to go with all your besties and Mm -hmm. just... I wasn't. You went by yourself. I, no, I went with my parents, <laughs> but um, and love them. Thank you for taking me there, Beth and Tom. But like, I feel like it's just such a nice experience to share with your friends <laughs> and like, be yeah, and as just a relax. Really young adult. And as a really young adult, you're just like drinking your sangria or what's guys. Julia <laughs> was like, I feel like you were like Marco Polo, like returning home with all these <laughs> new ideas. You were like. You I can, had to spread. You had to spread the wealth of knowledge that the Portuguese and Spanish I have. just came home with a new compendium of Spanish tips and tricks. And one of them was this drink called... <laughs> Tinto de Verano. I there were a few times <laughs> when I was, like, a little bit drunk and I would, like, order another glass <laughs> of it. And I would say Tinto de Verona uh, instead of Verano. It's fine. It was it's, pretty embarrassing. But, you know, they're similar. It, they should get the gist, right? Yeah. You got, like, you got what you ordered. You're not in Verona. I was like, excuse me, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Different country, but it's fine. Anyway, it's just red wine and Sprite. Which, guys, sounds like something I wouldn't be into because I'm not a huge red wine guy. But <laughs> Julie was like, no. Like, trust me. Go get the Oyster Bay 12 euro Merlot and a big <laughs> liter of the sugar-free Sprite. Get the good stuff. Get the good stuff. And it was amazing. So, guys, make sure it's on your radar. Tinto de Verano. It's up and coming. It's up and coming. You order it at a bar, people will think you're really cool. Heads will spin. The big world traveler, cultured (laughs) lady. Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
Um, oh, so name three things that you think we both have in common. Okay, well, we both like to write. Yes. I think we're both mm, probably like the most hilarious people on the planet. <laughs> we're both so funny, it's intimidating. <laughs> so. I think we're a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that, well, guys, first, for context, me and Julia are con artists, and <laughs> we, our go-to con is to tell people we're twins. Right. Because we- I totally forgot the genetic makeup that we have. We share the exact same genes. No, me and Julia look seriously similar, um, at least in our opinion. Yeah. So one thing I think we share is definitely our looks. The other thing I think we share is just, like, our, have fun with it, like- do it for the meme. Do it for the meme. Give it a good chuckle, you know, attitude. And then thirdly, something I think we share is that... Oh, I don't know. Let me think. Oh, you know what? What? Can I add a fourth? Add a fourth. I think that we have very similar approaches to life. In, I'm just a little can, bit more low-key. <laughs> can you elaborate? Well, because we've had a lot of conversations about how, like, nothing really matters in the end Mm -hmm. you know what i mean right we are firm believers in that we are firm believers we're a little bit nihilistic so might as well just go out and do something crazy and record a podcast record a purd curd a purd curd if you will will, get a smur and some curd that's what we call (laughs) smoothies and curry (laughs) um so yeah i would i would also say that we definitely just are like here for we're crazy we're We're here to have fun yeah and we love that okay um if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself your life the future or anything else what would you want to know wow i know this is a hard just for the listener aim and pick these out and i'm hearing them for the yeah this is gotcha journalism this is gotcha journalism (laughs) (laughs) but to be fair i was talking to you while I was breaking these out, so I'm surprising myself as well. Got it. Okay. Okay. You you know, I was, like, kind of distracted. (laughs) So. (laughs) I, oh, man, I think maybe, so, anything about the future? Like, how my life's gonna turn out, or just any, like, truth about? I think it's, like, any truth. Oh, I think I would want to know for sure to what degree am I self-aware Oh, that's a really interesting Because it's like the least self-aware thing to just assume that you're as self-aware as you can be. Do you think we're self-aware? I don't want to say yes, because what if I'm not? What if it's all a dream? Well, that's Ooh. really mega. Yeah, what if we're just brains in a tank? I would love to know, like, how far I need to, how much more I need to learn about myself and the wow. way others perceive me. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, others perceive you in just... A golden light, Julia. (laughs) They're like, we love her. Um, I would want to know when TS10 is coming out. Oh, yeah. Forget (laughs) Forget your answer. We need to know. Taylor, is there a third sister album? Um, Do you think there is? I think there is. Because it just doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, I would... I want to agree with the way that she's treated Evermore. The way she's treated Evermore has She treats been, it like dirt. She treats it like dirt. And it's really, it's a it really no good album, I Taylor. It's one of her best. I'm gonna be it's honest. one of your best. And there's really good songs. Also, um, this is off topic, but Taylor, who is guiding you with what you set as a single and what you release later? Because me and Julia are such fans. 
But why was <laughs> Taylor, me the lead me. single <laughs> for Lover? Why? Why? Tell why? me why. Tell me why. I know she's listening. She's like, Taylor, you should listen to Taylor write us ASAP. We need to know the logic. We can be, like, it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to release me as the lead. Like, when you have Cruel Summer on that when album. You have Cruel Summer. Mm. Bit of a tangent. Okay. If we're taking Lover, uh-huh. what would you have put out as the singles? And like in what th- order? Three singles? Yeah, three. Okay. I would obviously lead with Cruel Summer because obviously. it is a bob that cannot be talked. It's a banger and a half. It's a banger and a half. Everybody moves. You put Cruel Summer on, nobody is still. No one's immune. Everyone exactly. Wasn't. Everyone's like, ooh. Ah. Um, <laughs> okay, so Cruel Summer first. Then I would do... Okay, I know this is problematic for you. Yeah. But maybe Afterglow. Okay. And then... <sighs> Maybe Death by a Thousand Cats. This, these are some these are some hot takes. These are some hot takes. Um, this is a good way to get to know someone. I think. This I think is so a lot, too. Yeah. Like Taylor says, like people's how people interpret Taylor's art. It direct, you know, it really it be a reveals a lot. Exactly, honestly. we'll ha- have to do a separate episode about. Because I know I'm gonna be in high demand. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, give me more Julia, and then we don't want you hosting a podcast. <laughs> give them like to Julia. I know everyone's just like Oprah's people will be on the phone. Howard's <laughs> the emails. I'll get from Howie. I know. Honestly, you're probably gonna have to just like. But I'll make time. Yeah, I'll make time. For you me. you can do it. I'll remember yeah. this. You will remember this. You won't forget where you came from. Anyway, but yeah. How about you? I mean, cruel summer, obviously. Obviously. I feel like making Lover a single was a good call because mm. it's like the crux of the, the titular album. album or good song. Titular, yeah. I think maybe, I think maybe Paper Rings. Ooh, that's actually a good one. Because that's everyone a, loves that one. Everyone too. loves Paper Rings. Paper Rings is <clears throat> really stellar. That's just a good album. Yeah. And, okay, whatever. Anyways, back to the question. No, I loved it. Um, so, what do you value most in a friendship, Julia? Ooh, I would say feeling like a little bit anchored by that person. Okay. Feeling just like a sense of like solidity in that person knowing that you can tell them things mm-hmm. and go to them. I'm thinking about Sadie. Uh-huh. And- Sadie is <laughs> Julia's best friend. Um, I'm a close second. But- close second. <laughs> But Sadie is Julia's best friend, and honestly, the friendship you guys have is, like, amazing. Tell us about it. Well, I just, it's indescribable. Yeah, it really (laughs) is. I think it's just, like, we put, it's very, it's, we put a lot of work into it, and I think that the fruits of our labor have really shown themselves. Mm -hmm. I think I just really rely on her, and I feel like she does the same with me, and I trust her very much. And I think you guys are really caring to each other, you know, like, because you're going, Julia is vegan and gluten-free and quite picky. So (laughs) it's hard for her to find someone to eat. And so you're going on this trip and Sadie made you a list of all, a word document of all the places you could eat while you were abroad, right? Like she like researched the different places you were going and found restaurants, right? I think, yeah, that's a big part of it. I just respect her. To the max. Yeah. And I think she feels the same way for me. We really like each other. Yeah. And that's, you know, the magic ingredient. Actually, yeah. I'm going to switch up my answer. I think that just, like, respecting the person you have any kind of relationship with Mm -hmm. is probably the best ingredient. Yeah. Because if you respect someone and want the best for them, then you're going to give them your best. Yeah. I think that's really 
Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think that's very well said and smart. I would say, though, for me, the thing I value most in a friendship is just, like, someone who is gonna... Like, you're gonna have a good time with them. Like, for me, if I'm really having a hard day or something, I just want my bestie to be there, and we're gonna... You know, we're just gonna laugh. We're gonna chuckle. Ha ha. <laughs> to me, that's funny. Um... And I just think that, like, someone who can just make you feel... Kind of like what you're saying about an anchor, but just, like, make you feel okay, you know? Yeah. I think that's really important. So, um, is there something you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? Oh, something that I haven't done. Yeah. Other than do a podcast episode, because I know you just checked well, this out. because that's been on my vision board. Forever. For years. <laughs> yeah, 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 naturally. Specifically, <laughs> even before I met you, it said, it's a podcast with Avon Dunn. You knew me. You knew me before you knew me. Yeah, naturally. I really don't know. Maybe, maybe travel to more places. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that there's, like, any specific reason why I haven't done it other than oh, well, that's not true. There has been opportunity because I could have gone anywhere this semester and I didn't travel nearly mm-hmm. as much as everyone else did. But I think probably because travel feels like such a big deal to me and I think mm-hmm. that is partly because I grew up in a place where no one traveled. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the means to do so. Mm-hmm. And so whenever... So, like, seeing everyone jet around all around me has been, like, mind-blowing for me right. because it always felt so unattainable. Mm-hmm. But I think that's part of the reason why I haven't gone as many places because it feels like such a big deal, although that's starting to wane now. Yeah. So do you think in the future you'll be able to, like, do more of that? Like, now that you have kind of your sea legs, if you will? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, awesome. I would say that one thing I've always dreamed of is to be in a band or, like, release an album. I haven't done it because I have no musical talent. Right. Um, but that's... That's just minor. That's minor. How much can that really come into How play? much can being able to do anything musically related impact your ability to make music? I don't think it I don't does. think at all, really. I you think know? it's about the face it's and the about, connections. And the attitude. And the star quality. And, you know, if me and Rachel Berry share one thing, it's that we're stars. We're stars. So, unfortunately... Um, I don't have the Hollywood music industry nepotism link. But? But, you know, yet. I can see you on the stage. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what Lady Gaga always says, if one person believes in you, and you believe in me, and I believe in you, Julia, you are going to travel, I'm going to release the album. Bradley Cooper's going to pick you out of a crowd. (laughs) Say you. And stay tuned, because Julia is going to be a travel guru, and I'm going to (laughs) be... I'm going to win a Grammy, and you guys are going to be like, they said it here first, and they manifested that into existence. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, So what roles do love and affection play in your life? Ooh. Ooh. I'm glad that, like, I'm asking you these, so I can, like, think about it. I'm like, you're like, go on the spot. I'm going to plagiarize your answer. (laughs) I would say, I think love plays a big part in my life via my family. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're very loving. And again, back to my parents' relationship, it was really nice to see their love for each other and the affection that they showed one another. Because that gave me... I, th- I don't know. I think going through life, I try to be loving. Not so much affectionate. I don't <laughs> know about that. Maybe affectionate. Because when I think about affection, I think about physicality. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't really go around, like, touching people. Right. However, I try to be affectionate with, like, the way I treat people. And I think you are. I think you're really caring in how you engage with people. I would hope so. I yeah. I make an effort. What about you? I would say that, like, since I've been here, like, I've noticed that the only people I spend time with are people that I love, you know? And, like, that hasn't, like, always been the case. Because, like, um, you know, at university, like, maybe people you're just, like, kind of friends with or, like, you just like but you're not that close to and you guys, like, get lunch or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But here it's, like, granted, I only hang out with, like, three people, three mm-hmm. or four people. But I'm, like, wow. Um, so I think love comes into my life in just these friendships that I feel like I have developed in really meaningful ways. And then affection, I agree. I'm not super touchy with people, but I think that I share intimacy in just being, like, open about who I am, you know? And I think, like, just putting it all on the table and being like, I trust you to see this side of me that's kind of manic right now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, doing something kind of, bizarre I think that's kind of really intimate and affectionate in a way mm, you know yeah I do does that know. make sense yeah. yeah okay um make three true we statements <clears throat> we statements yeah so the example they give is we are both in this room feeling dot 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 we're both in this room uh-huh. feeling dot 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 should i go first okay we are both in this room having fun recording a podcast together um we are both proud of how we handled our experience abroad Mm -hmm. and we are both excited to go home to our families yeah okay okay i would say that we are both Offspring of the same parents, obviously. Obviously. That one's a given. We are both, I think, creative individuals, although I think yours manifests a little bit differently than mine does. How would you say that yours manifests? Just quietly, I'd say. It does, yeah, but you're cooking something always. (laughs) Always. Normally, yeah. Mm. And I would say that we are both... I'd say that we're both going to do pretty cool things in the future. I I know you are for sure. You're going to be like the next... Like, Ronan Farrow, like, exposing <laughs> Hollywood's dirty underbelly. No, you are going to be... Guys, stay tuned for Julia's TV show. I know it's going to be really funny. <laughs> or a movie. Whatever you decide to do. Or a feature. Um, you know, maybe it's a short film. Maybe it's a docu-series. Maybe it's an immersive experience. Yeah, maybe it's an immersive experience. Maybe it's, like, a choose-your-own-adventure book. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Well, I am... Planning a book. You are planning a book. <laughs> Part of the reason why I'm on this podcast is to promote my book. Yeah. And what is the title of the book? Um, it's undecided right now. You know, <laughs> production starts early. It's part cookbook, part memoir, part crossword puzzle. Okay. <laughs> and I am so excited to see it. And we're going to plug it on this podcast <laughs> relentlessly. So, yeah. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Share an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> we all do. Um, Other than you can't say, pronouncing it, Tinto de Verona. Because <laughs> we've already got that one. We want more dirt. I would say there are quite a few. There was a time that I 
um, was playing, you know, that game Red Light, Green Light? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, so young that I thought that when it was Red Light, you really, like, you could not move. Like, it was against the law to <laughs> move. <laughs> and one time my teacher called out Red Light and then turned around to, like, talk to another teacher. Uh-huh. And she left us on Red Light for, like, ten minutes and I had to pee so badly. <laughs> That I just was like, God, this is like I have to do it, Uh and I peed. Your pants. My pants, my pants, (laughs) my dungarees, and I was so embarrassed, and I was like, maybe no one noticed. (laughs) I got into the backseat of my mom's car, (laughs) and she noticed. She was like, I don't remember your pants being that dark. you just went through the day with it was at the end of the day it was at the end of the day okay so like school was over school was ending did you have okay so it's not like you had to like go through the like math class I didn't have to sit in it okay but that's better (laughs) that you know and that California heat will dry it right up yeah it wasn't great it was pretty embarrassing a lot of people saw that is pretty silly um but you know what you're a survivor you got past it I'm better You're stronger for, it. for the experience, exactly. Um, I would say for me, one time I was watching Happy Feet with my mom in theaters. <laughs> Guys, I was a Happy Feet stan. But <laughs> there was one scene where the killer whale was trying to eat the happy penguins. Mm-hmm. And I got so scared <laughs> that I ran out of the movie theater and hid under one of the benches. <laughs> And it was so embarrassing, and I remember, like, everyone just walking by into their, like, theater to see different movies, and they were all just like, who is this kid? Like, hidden underneath this bench outside of Happy Feet. Um, That was really embarrassing, but... Were you embarrassed in the moment? I was was scared in the moment. Right, because it sounds like I was still shaking. Looking back, my parents love to tell that story, and it is embarrassing that... Happy Feet was too scary for me. <laughs> um, generally not known to be a horror movie, but for me, it was it was scary, you know? It's subjective. It's subjective, and it's contextual, and anyone who knows me knows that I relate really strongly to penguins, so, you right. know, and my biggest fear is sea lions, or killer whales. What was that? <laughs> it was like a, like a, it was like a seal. Is, do they have killer seals? I'm sure. I'm sure. It was really scary, you guys. Anyways, viewer discretion advised. Yeah. There should have been a warning. There should have been a warning. And we're stronger, Julia, from having publicly humiliated ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We get better. Okay. So your house containing everything you own catches fire after saving your loved ones and pets. You have time to make one (laughs) final dash and save one last item. What would it be and why? Um, probably my guitar. Oh. Because it was really expensive. Uh-huh. Um, or, like, my pictures that I have mm. of my family. And so what are you making on your guitar, Julia? Is there a song coming up? Is there a song to be released? Well, I'm not going to rule it out. You're not going to rule it out. Okay. You know. My immersive experience, Lemonade Beyonce style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be dropping soon. I think that's really a sweet answer, though, because it's, like, I don't know, something that just things you love, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it would have to be, like, my journal, because I was thinking when I was traveling, I was, like, obviously, worst case scenario, someone steals, like, my passport or my wallet or my phone, but then I was, like, 
after those three things. Like, if someone lost my, stole my journal, I'm like, A, why would you steal that? Because that's just troll behavior. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's not really necessary. Um, but I was like, that's just, I feel like, is all of, like, my mind space's creations mm-hmm. are there. You know, and I can't, I can't lose that. No. Because then I'm just, just a boy. Floating. Floating. Space. Boundless. And it's tragic. So. Tragic. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd have to say that, but. That's a good answer. I think, yeah. Hopefully no fire say- soon. Hopefully no fires. Well, <laughs> well, Julia does live in California. <laughs> I was on, um, I was in a cab. I was splitting a cab with this couple from England, and they were like, "Oh, where in, like the U.S. is good? Where should we go? Should we go to California?" I was like, "Guys, California is straight up on fire," <laughs> um, and I was like, "Yeah, like." There's a lot of fires in California, like fire season. My friend's town burnt down. Um, and they're like, oh I'm not God. the friend. You, not Julia's <laughs> town, but my other friend who lives in Ojai, I think. Ojai? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and they, were, they, they thought that like I meant the entire state was just perpetually on fire. <laughs> and I just let them. I just let them <laughs> believe it. <laughs> but, you know, get that fire insurance, maybe... Maybe a fire secure box for your guitar and your That'd pictures. That'd be a big box. That would be a big box, but <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Okay. This is, I think, our last question. Already? I know. I feel like we went through them really fast. Oh, it's been 30 minutes. Okay. okay. Um, tell your partner something you like about them already. I thought this would be a sweet way for us to end. Well, yeah. I really admire your ambition. Because you have... You're like, I feel like a lot of people are creative and they say they're going to do things, but then you're like, out of the mo- like out of the spur of the moment, you're like, I'm going to do a podcast. And then <laughs> you already have like four episodes filmed. I uh, have that scene. We have oh our screenplay. We have our screenplay. City of Ember meets Flushed Away. <laughs> yeah, we are actually doing a screenplay. So, Gracie Abrams... Put me in connects with your dad. Because right. uh, he's going to want to get it's on the, the ground floor. It's do. the least you can do. Um, oh, thank you, though. That's really No, it's really, really like, genuinely, it's very cool. Oh. Well, I really appreciate just how nice you are. Because <laughs> I know that, like, I don't know. I just feel like there is so much, like, craziness and like especially being here being so far away from home like in a foreign land if you will like there's a lot of like stressors or like difficulties and you are just always just so nice and you always are like you always listen to people and you're so compassionate and empathetic and like I feel like you understand what people are saying and you just like don't try to invalidate their feelings even if they are a little crazy (laughs) like i feel like i'll be like julia i'm gonna be drafted to go to war and you're like you're not like you're crazy you're like well i'll go with you you know and it makes me i don't know you're just so sweet and so nice and it just is like in this world we need more nice people thank Thank you you. can i just say that if we were to be drafted (laughs) We would be a detriment. Like, <laughs> we wouldn't be helpful. Joe Biden, do not put us in the war. Like, we like would, I'll go. I'll, like, I'll, I'll go. Gonna... I'll do my best. 
will my best. Eamon and I are just gonna sit there and gossip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Julia, you would not believe what that Russian soldier just said to me. Um, <laughs> but no, it would probably not be for the best for us to Not more. for the best. Not, this is not the best, no. Um, yeah, but anyways, well, that's all 12 questions we had picked, so. Thank you, this Julia. This was so fun. This was fun. Thank you for doing an episode with me. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. Always a treat. And I'll see you soon.